All right, welcome back. You are listening to Only the Important Stuff. Uh, this is uh, episode number 15, just after Thanksgiving. Um, today we got a, a, I would call, a religious listener to the pod, or at least somebody who always provides comment, which I like. I love, right? Because I, I do wonder at times like if people are actually listening to this. So, uh, yeah, like welcome to the pod, Mr. Matt Borrow. How's it going, man? Great, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. I've been, uh, been like you said, an active listener, and uh, you know, want to commend you for your uh, your podcasting skills. It's been a, it's been really fun. Just you know, hearing all the all the stories and listen to uh, all of our all of our friends uh, get on. So it's it's been awesome. Hundred percent, man. And that's what it's about, right? Like, there's we probably get together like really wholeheartedly as a group two, three times a year. And I feel like we do that a lot. Right. And you know, it's always, you know, there's always the staples, right? Like Brandon told the butt lint, like that always gets told. <laughs> um, but you know, like the, there's so many things that we all did together that we just like have forgotten about. Um, and yeah, For just sure. like getting together and like chopping those up. Those are always so much fun. So yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to have you on because I think we've got a bunch of good ones. Um, but first, because I forgot to do it with my last guest, what you drinking tonight, if anything? I, uh, you know what, Jeff? Um, in honor of it being the uh, the first night, I think, or at least one of the first nights with the below zero wind chill, I grabbed a Corona. Oh, uh, there, there you go. To, uh, yeah, just to feel a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit warmer. Uh, yeah, try to warm yourself me. up or put yourself in that mindset. I get it. I get it. Well, uh, I'm drinking um, some bourbon because I feel like every time we text in the summer, you're have you're at a bonfire. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Tell exactly. tell the world about a bonfire. Yeah. So, well, f- first of all, I'll I'll set the stage. I've got a a, a neighbor, awesome, awesome dude. His his, his name is Ron, right? And uh, he's got just what it sounds like a fire pit in his backyard. And, uh, he's also very, very generous with, mm-hmm. uh, his, his liquor supply. And he does, he does like to, uh, to sip the bourbon, uh, on he occasion. Likes to share too. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's, uh, you know, super generous and always, always nice to go over and, and kick back with, with that neighborhood crew. Yeah. So it's, it's always, you know, you're texting bottles and I'm just super jealous because yeah. I'm kind of a bit of a bourbon yeah. nerd. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I'll be, I'll be the first to admit that, that I'm, I'm not at all like yeah. a connoisseur, but, uh, you know, he has certainly introduced me to some very, you know, very nice, uh, expensive bourbons, uh, which has been, been fun to try. Cause obviously that wouldn't be, it wouldn't be something I would, I would do on my own. No. But, uh, nice to have those, it's nice to have those, those friends and neighbors yeah, that it's, are willing to, to it's do like, that. It's like a, uh, it's like having a business expense account, like as your yeah. neighbor, the guy's like, Hey, you want to try this? You're like, well, it's not my money. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I well, I know. And sometimes you're like, uh, you know, you're doing the math on some of these <laughs> bottles. You're like, wow, each one of these, uh, each one of these drinks is like, uh, it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> so you sure you're like, like, I'm good you know, with the cheap stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always tell them like, Hey dude, like I'm like, my palate isn't, isn't super refined. So like, I, I'm not going to like be offended if you don't, he's, and he's always, you know, God bless him. He'll just he'll he'll be like, nope. This is why I get it. I want to share it, and that's that's what it's all that's about. Awesome. So, that's awesome. People like that are the best. I love it. Yeah, it's 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 great. I love that. Um, no, yeah. So just 
right off the bat, I just want to say, Hey, thanks for, thanks for taking the time. This is awesome. Um, I never know who's going to be willing to jump on or not. So, you know, I was excited to have you on just for a whole variety of reasons, but you know, I think with like all my friends, you know, I kind of go through a little bit of like an introduction of them. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and introduce the world to Matt Boro. Uh, and I think we, we kind of like first met and or became friends with each other in around ninth grade. Yeah. So I'm going to actually stop you there, Jeff. Do, do you actually remember the first time we met, like met, met, not, not maybe became friends. So you may not remember this, but this was, this was the summer, I think. So, so you moved to Fairmont in, what was it? Seventh grade, mm-hmm. right? You started. So this would have been the summer going into seventh grade. And okay. I don't actually, we've actually, ever talked about this but you came with your dad to some open gyms in the summer okay yeah yeah and i'm like you know i was a competitive dude so i'm like who is this guy like shoot around he looks like he's about my age yep and uh i was like hey you want to play one-on-one did we really (laughs) yeah and and so we played one-on-one you probably smoked me it was fun yeah i think i did yeah no (laughs) No, i mean i was little (laughs) I honestly don't remember, uh, but I remember we played, and uh, it's like, oh yeah, this guy from Jeff, Arizona. He's, he's kind of a cool guy. Oh and, my god! Uh, I think we, I think we did that a couple times that summer, and you know, not really realizing the whole, you know, that you were going to be moving here and all that. But uh, yeah, Dude, you know, that's you awesome. Had, you had the tan, the kind of the slick <laughs> hair, the kind of shaved sides, and I'm For like, sure. you know, who is this guy? <laughs> Who is this guy coming to this open idiot? Gym? Yeah. <laughs> where where did he yeah. come from? So, so, so that was, that was like the first, and, and I honestly don't know if we've ever, like I've ever yeah. thought about that. hundred percent. Without a doubt, yeah. did not. Right. I, all I remember from that summer coming up was like the whole club teen thing where I met Charlie. Cause like he and I would just ride bikes around like idiots. Um, yeah. and then obviously yeah. like, cause you, you weren't, you were still St. John Beanie in seventh grade, right? Yes. Yeah, so the summer. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So going through seventh grade, I was in St. John. Bain. Yeah. So like yeah. when I showed up, then it was like, you know, trying to figure, or I'm assuming my little yeah. you know, 12 year old brain was trying to remember who I'd met the summer before. And like, Oh, there's Chuck. I remember him. Um, yeah. and never ran into you, you know, until eighth grade. And yeah. Right. And at that time it was, I was yeah, still, Brandon and I came over and, and, uh, joined forces with yeah, everybody. Joined so. up finally. Um, yeah, no, like, I think, like, we kind of started to, like, hang out more in ninth grade. Um, and really because you were dating an older woman. <laughs> yes, Shout yes. Out to I, you. Was, I was dating a junior. Yes. And Chad was dating my sister. <laughs> that is correct. Yes. And and they, they were friends. Yes. And those girls were friends. Yes. And Nick and I would just, like, tag along. On, like, I, I wouldn't even know. I don't even know if they, I'd call them, like, your dates. But I felt, I just feel like we were always there while you four were hanging out <laughs> not all the we just, time but we just all kind of hung out yeah it's just ridiculous. all kind of yeah but yeah. you drove uh you drove a sweet stang yeah yeah i drove uh so just to yeah set the stage it was it was a it, it, i had this like weird weird desire to get like kind of like a classic muscle car for for some reason yep. and interestingly enough like my you would have thought my dad would have said like, well, you know, this is going to be terrible in a Minnesota winter when you live on a hill. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, one of the things that 
I always appreciated about my dad was he he sort of let me fail on my own and figure that stuff out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas I might, you know, if my kid asked me that, yeah. I would just be like, dude, like right. heck no. You know, yeah. that's Waste not money. What are we but, doing? <laughs> so, so yeah, I had this, this old kind of like muscle car Mustang for, for about nine months and got through, struggled through the first winter mightily in, in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was, it was time to, to, to move on, uh, from that. But, uh, yeah, it was it was it was fun while it lasted. So, I have this memory of because we all were really stupid and we used to like invade each other's dates, right? Yes. And one yes. day you were at a date there, and we all picked that thing up and put it on a sidewalk. Do you remember oh, that? that was- Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, I was always wondering who that was. I, yeah, it was all it was. of us. Like, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like, what was it, like a 60 or yeah, a 72 or 70, three hatchback? Yeah. You know, so those things are yeah, it was heavy. solid it, it was steel. Like, it was it was like a boat. I mean, <laughs> just it was, I mean, it was a two-door, but that had to weigh, I don't know, thousands of pounds. I mean, it was just like a hunk of metal. Like, I mean, it had to be eight to ten of us. Like, every yeah. like five people on a bumper, we put, that, put it on the sidewalk, and then we yeah, ran yeah. like hell. <laughs> I think I walked out of I walked out of that house and I'm like, hmm, that's odd. <laughs> How'd that get there? So, something doesn't seem right here. Right. Um, he, yeah, Matt. Matt. Uh, Matt is the unofficial interception king in the state of Minnesota <laughs> in 1997. Well, uh, yeah, I'm sure all of that. Uh, I'm sure all those all those numbers have been uh, have been broken by now. At least I hope they have. But uh, yeah, I, I, it was fun, right? We had a we had a lot of a lot of fun playing playing football. We had a we had a really fun group of guys. So, uh, interception king or leader, I'll just we'll just call it that. The state leader in interceptions, not all state, because our coach forgot to put in every single nomination for the year. That that is true. I I think that uh, <laughs> some people were kind of scratching their heads on that one. Like, how'd this but, happen? Yeah, <laughs> we had like. Yeah. Four or five studs that didn't like, <laughs> not even honorable mention. We're like, what's going on? We come to find out later, coach just forgot. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was that that was that, that was fun. Was, was like was so. I mean, you went on to play college football, mm-hmm. right? You did you you got like recruited by more than just St. Thomas, or did you just kind of say like I'm going to St. Thomas, and that's where I'll play football? Yeah, so I was I was definitely talking to some schools, like mostly like you know Division two schools, like Northern Sun Conference, that those types of schools. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but early on, I had decided kind of that that's where I wanted to go. Yeah, um, affording me, you know, both the opportunity to to continue playing football as well as um, you know, just I wanted to be in a bigger city. Sure, and I wanted to. Um, you know, I felt like that was just a really good a good fit for me, and so I didn't kind of continue pursuing uh, those alternative okay. options. Okay. Uh, once How, I made that call, what? So so you you played at Saint. What's your thought on like what they're going through now? Oh man, it's really fun to watch. I mean, they yeah. they. I don't know if you saw anything, but they won the conference, the the Pioneer League second uh, this year. year. Second year second, in D one, right? Second year of Division one, so it's been just really fun to watch. And, and, it's, and to be honest, it was really fun to watch them grow into the to the powerhouse that they became in Division three. Um, mm-hmm. You know, which was which was after I left, but 
it was just fun to see them just keep getting better and better and yeah. playing in the national championship game, you know, watch them on ESPN a couple of times, uh, just that, that whole rise from, from where they were. I mean, we were, a, like when I played there, we were a, a, a good, you know, definitely the, the Mayak was, was one of the better division three conferences. Yeah. Uh, but when I was there, St. John's was always the, was always the hurdle that we just we just couldn't we couldn't get past okay um, we were always you know top top couple teams in the conference top two or three in the conference but just couldn't get couldn't get over that over that hurdle yeah and and so it was really fun to see them take that their play to the next level and uh, now obviously you know being being division one and doing doing so well in such a short time is is just it's really really fun to watch mm-hmm. see I think like you, like yourself, Tony, uh, Charlie, Joe, right? Like all of you kind of have this, and I think a lot of people have this thought that like they're going to be a problem in a short period of time, which they're, you know, clearly proving to be in some respects, like already. Is there ever going to, are they, do you think they'll ever like get to like the scholarship level of that, of the FCS? Yeah. Are they all going to? No, I don't know. I mean, I know they are like, for other sports they are right uh-huh. um and so you know i don't know if that's in their long-term goal or not yeah uh, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me or it also wouldn't surprise me if they sort of kept their you know their model their kind of their their ivy league model right sure. i mean you look at yeah harvard and all those schools don't offer football scholarships right. and they're they're there's always ivy leagues teams that are competitive and they they produce nfl talent uh, so yeah. so i don't know what the what the long term yeah i think i saw of, like they're good, like harvard's gonna pop up on their schedule in the next couple they years, are right yeah i think actually they might even be as early as next year i know um i want to say next year st thomas travels out there and then in like 2028 or 2029 then they they come here so um you know that that's the the type of, type of competition that that they're they're attracting so that's obviously good 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 pr for them and certainly will help them recruit as well yeah hell yeah well i'll throw back to brandon uh instead of playing the harvard of the dakotas you're you know, st thomas is actually going to play harvard <laughs> playing, playing the harvard of the harvards yeah 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 um a couple other kind of fun facts about matt he really dislikes people who back into their garage that is a true statement, Jeff. Uh, I, you know, fundamentally, I I don't have a problem with it if you have a reason to. Uh, right. It's just that, you know, sometimes I'll see a neighbor or two backing in at 11 p.m. at night for no apparent reason, and it 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 bothers me a little bit. I'm not going to. I can tell. Going to sugarcoat it. Well, and we've like all tried to like come up with reasons for this person that we don't know. Like maybe they've they got this going on, maybe they got that going on, and you're just like, nope, absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah, I probably shouldn't assume, Jeff, that that I know, but I just can't think of a good reason. (laughs) There, there very well may be a good reason. yeah, like I've thrown out like all the military ones. You're like, nope, those don't, those don't. I that does not work in this situation. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I don't understand. There, there are things I will, I will never understand, and that is probably one of them. 
Uh, what is, what's your take on putting Christmas lights up early? So I think, I think Charlie and I are in this camp, right? Um, so, so I'll clarify my, my position though. Like we've obviously, you know, joked about there is a point that's, that's too early. Mm. My, my position is never that you can't put them up early. My position is always turning them on, turning them on. Right. (laughs) So, Hey, it's a nice day in October. Go ahead, put them up. Just, just, just don't turn them on until we get closer to the holidays. That's, that's just kind of my position. Keep the holidays, the holidays. Um, Christmas is not a three month ordeal. Uh, (laughs) uh, You don't, so, so you're very anti-target putting up Christmas stuff in August. I mean, I, I, I get it right. It's the marketing machine and I, I, I get all that. Um, just, it's like, it's, it's your house. Like it's, we, it's like, if we had Halloween, like three days ago, I, I don't know that I need to see your Christmas lights up yet. I just, that's personal preference. I get sure, it. Sure. Um, but it's, that's just kind of my opinion on that. And if mine are <laughs> up that early, I'm turning them on. And, yeah, hey, and I yeah. get a lot of shit for it. I know I do. Like from other parents, they're like, come on, like already. And I'm like, sorry, like they're up. I'm turning them on. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, uh, you know, th- those are individual decisions that, that it's, it's your house. You can do that. Right. Yeah. No, I might yeah, honestly, like I probably do it more for my kids. They just think it's cool to have yeah. like, to be the only house with uh, lights on so early and, you know, as they get older, I'll fill them in on all the neighbors who have texted me and been like, you, how can you do that this <laughs> early? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, also has, uh, I, you know, I'm not going to say like a, a, a dislike, um, but just has some opinions on large flags that are representative of teams. Potentially, uh, and I got neighbors to do it too, and I don't get it right. Like, yeah, they they fly the Wisconsin flag and okay, you're from Wisconsin. We're close. I get it, but just come on, man. Like, well, I I just, I think it's funny when people like, will put them out. Like if someone moves in from another state, right. They'll, they'll put the college, this huge college flag out on a Saturday. Right. And then the NFL flag out on a Sunday. And then, and then it's gone. Just, just saying like, okay, I'm from, I'm from here. You know, this is where I'm from. It's like, oh, right. What, all right. what are we doing? Yeah. Like, what's the yeah. point? Like, are you, are you looking for a fight or an <laughs> argument? Or are you, is that your attempt to try and like get conversation going about it? Cause you really loved, I don't understand it. Yeah. Right. Just like, I don't understand wearing jerseys as adults. Right. Like I, I don't <laughs> get that level of fandom. And that's what that is, right? It's just this intense fandom from people that I just, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't don't understand. And it's it's always, it always seems to be certain schools, right? (laughs) Or certain, certain geographies, parts of the country. 100%. Right. Cause you went, cause you went to, uh, you went to school at Notre Dame, right? Right. Like that's a, that's one of those like powerful brands that everybody recognizes that you could do that, right, and be be an ass and throw a Notre Dame flag on the front of your house and just advertise it for the whole world to see. Just don't, right? Like, have yep. some class. 
Yes, that is true, Jeff. That 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 could be something that that that's that's something I could do, and then I choose not to. Yeah, I'm gonna buy you a big Notre Dame flag for Christmas. Hey, I'll take it. I'll we'll put it up in my basement. We'll see if it gets up ever, someday. Um, Matt also will scold me for buying lottery tickets. Uh, look, <laughs> I'll be the first to admit when it was over. What was the last one? A billion and change. Uh, that my wife spent a, a decent chunk of money on them. So and, and I did scold her, and I think I told her like, "You have a better chance of getting bit by a shark and struck by lightning the same day, or something." I don't, I don't remember what I said. Yeah, but, uh, it's but, fun uh, though. It's right? fun. It's, like if you look at it as entertainment, it's it's like it's no different than, than any other. And that's how I look at it, right? Like I don't ever yeah. spend more than ten bucks on them, right? Like yeah. it's that's two coffees if you're out and about, like doing yeah. something stupid, and I'm not, you know taken half of my paycheck and banking on hitting the lottery right but it, it is fun and i think like when it gets to those levels like if you're not throwing two bucks down yeah, like you're just, just selling yourself short like you never know man anything can happen like just uh, just obscene levels of of lottery winnings right right when it gets that high which i don't understand that either like if you're willing to throw down two bucks on a billion why wouldn't you be willing to throw down two bucks on 500 million I know. I think it's the it's the psychological uh, it's the less psychological aspect of it where uh, you know people get people get really fired up when they see that headline. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt was all Matt's the quickest kid I've ever met. Throwing that out there, Matt, you're you're the quickest like side to side movement human I've ever seen. I know there are quicker people out there, um, but we wh who were we playing, Jackson? And we, we put you on – you were guarding Dunlevy that day. And you guarded Bobby Johnson a little bit, I feel like. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I think I – I think mean, I wrote, shut wrote him down. <laughs> shut him down. Yeah, so I, I won't uh, make any claims about my my basketball skills, but I took a lot of pride in my defense. Hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Like – that was, imp I remember my dad, like, that was one, like, my dad, because I think, like, you and Malo kind of, like, drew those two assignments. Yeah. And those guys were good, right? Like, Bobby played D2, Dunleavy made the team at Augie, right? Like, and yeah. Yeah. they were a legit team in state that you guys, like, locked them up. They didn't know what to do. <laughs> it was <laughs> yeah, fun to was, watch. That was fun. He was, yeah. He was proud of those, that, those, those, uh, those moments, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we had some, you know, we had, we had a pretty athletic team. It was fun. Like just, just running with everybody. Um, it was fun. We had a, yeah, like you said, a crazy athletic team that wasn't good at basketball. Like yeah. When you think and about it, it, right? Like we didn't have like basketball players. We just had a bunch of athletes that went out we, there we and had, battled. We had good athletes. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was deliberate in the, in the term athlete. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. I mean, like. Uh, Joe could play, but you know he broke his shoulder yep. every other day, so he yep. was never on the court. I felt like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he had a frequent uh, visitor card at the uh, at the orth orthopedic yeah. surgeon. I think he uh, got his punch card all punched up. Next surgery's free. Joey. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I like one of the one of the last like fun ones and or funny ones. Showed up to a football practice wearing duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> 
You gotta uh, tell this story because this is, is good. This, so 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 I just wanna I, I just wanna make sure that that it's it's the same story and, and then I'll tell it if it is. Is is this is this when I is this when I got injured? Uh, oh yeah. Off? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> With the bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so so I'll I'll tell the story then. I, I we were in the parking lot, the mall parking lot across from your house. From my house. Yep. Because we were the only right, two there. Right in the heart of Fairmont. Everybody else right. had gone home. Yeah. And so one of the one of the kids that we went to school with uh, in, in our grade had a Honda 650 dirt bike. Yeah. And and I'm like, hey, you, you mind if I just just take it around the mall? Like, yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? Right. Uh, so, you know, I put a helmet on. Um, responsible. Uh, <laughs> whip whip that thing all the way you know all the way around the mall and then from like in front of your house yeah and then came back and back in front of your house and what they don't tell you is that those things don't stop on a dime <laughs> right right <laughs> and, and mind you i had zero zero experience okay this, that was gonna this. be one of my questions had you ever ridden one of those before zero times holy zero. shit <laughs> Yeah. And so, um, you know, we got close, got close to, got close to, I don't know, the finish line isn't the right word, but where people were standing. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is not stopping like I want to. And laid it down kind of gently, but laid it down. I went, uh, I went, uh, I don't know, probably 10, 12 feet across the concrete, uh, literally skidding on my, my knees and my, arms yeah, <laughs> it's the middle of the summer it's the summer yeah, right you're wearing like, shorts yeah it's right before <laughs> football season and so you know it's it's 85 degrees out and mm-hmm. i remember going to your house yeah and your mom like was like oh my gosh what what happened to you your half of your arm is gone like the skin on your arm looks like it's there's there's black chunks of concrete like embedded in my arm Maybe it was just like, road rash it was it was the worst and you know fortunately you know it, it was it, it could have been worse right, right i mean 100%. it could have been a lot worse um you know it, it, obviously you think through you know broken legs all the way on up to everything mm-hmm. even even worse than that so so i feel fortunate in hindsight that it, that it wasn't worth but <laughs> right. worse, but i but i did have the an awful case of of road rash yeah. and so you know fast forward to what was it like the next it was like a couple days later we had we had the two a days right? i feel like it was like on a friday night and then we yeah. had practice monday morning monday yeah exactly and so so you know uh, fresh fresh wounds definitely not a lot of scabs yet right no. um, i remember i had this and so i'm like well what am i gonna you know how am i gonna do we, we didn't have like I don't know, we didn't have like trainers and stuff that would just come no. in. Like, <laughs> just like, you're kind of on your own, right? I mean, looking back, I'm like, did, did we not have like trainers that would like use actually professional grade equipment? So basically I like cobbled together this, this old, this old bum equipment sweatshirt. Do you remember that brand? Bum yeah. Equipment? Oh yeah. B-U-M or whatever bum and yep. cobble that together at literally throwing duct tape all around trying to cover all of the road rash so it it didn't 
you know, bother me at football practice, but I remember it was like, it was so painful. It was, oh my God. Was, I can't imagine. It was, it was so pain. <laughs> it took like, it honestly took till the entire camp to like the entire two weeks of like two a days to it healed, to heal up, to, to even heal to the point where it could like scar up. <laughs> Damn. So what did your, what did your like parent, did your parents find out like when you got home? You know, I honestly don't even remember, Jeff. I, I don't remember. I, I don't remember that conversation. That like, I, had I mean, it's not like you're going to get in trouble. You didn't do anything illegal. You got in an accident. But at the same yeah. time, like, I, I know for a fact, like, had I done that, like, my dad would have been like, what are you doing? Like, how, oh, yeah, it would have been be so stupid. I, I, blah, blah. It would have been, been a difficult conversation uh, <laughs> to have. I just, I don't remember how that ever like, did I just kind of fly under the radar with that and, you know, wear my, my sweatshirt when it was 85 degrees at two a day practices? And I mean, sweat? we all knew, like we knew yeah. and we were just like, holy shit, you're wearing duct tape. Like this, there's gotta well, be a better solution. <laughs> and your mom knew. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. 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 There, there, there should have in hindsight been a better solution to that, Jeff, than duct tape. And, <laughs> right. For the life of me, I don't know why <laughs> there wasn't. I, I, I don't know why. Classic. Classic. <laughs> Duct tape was it. It Absolutely. was. Uh, oh, crazy. Yeah, good stuff. That was, I, I still remember. Just, you were flying. I, and as I as you're, like, taking off, I, like, that was a thought I, that always went through my head. I'm like, oh, Matt must, like, ride dirt bikes. Because <laughs> he just jumped on that thing. Like, you like, looked like you knew what you were doing. You took off quick. Oh. I was like, all right, I, look at him go. I felt like I knew what I was doing, Jeff. And <laughs> apparently the, the stopping when you're, you know, when you're moving at a decent clip is is something yeah. that takes, uh, you know, some practice yeah. and skill. Well, I know that parking lot was 60 years old and, you know, broken up oh, blacktop not, not and smooth. gravel yeah, everywhere. Not smooth. not smooth at all. Just no. Terrible not, not conditions smooth. for riding a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, not smooth at all. And uh, yeah, it, it would be interesting to see uh, like an instant replay or a security cam yeah. video footage of that. But that'd probably be tough to watch. Thankfully, those didn't exist when we were in high school. Yeah. <laughs> for the most no part. Kidding. No, um, kidding. no, but so we touched, we touched a little bit on, uh, you know, playing sports and both high school, college, whatever. And like Nick asked me um, one time when he was on, like what my favorite, you know, kind of memory was or when I had the most fun playing anything. Cause you did football, basketball and track and then went on to play football in college. So like, what was, what were some of your like favorite times, you know, playing anything, right? It could be, I mean, could have been basketball or track. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say generally what was ever in season was like my favorite okay. sport. I love playing, having the opportunity to play right. different sports in high school. But in terms of like favorite times, you know, I remember so many of the like the bus rides and things like that, where mm -hmm. you start start chanting or singing a song yep. or, you know, those kinds of things that, uh, you know, just super, super fun memories of that, that kind of camaraderie of yeah, you know, just general kind of, you know, locker room yeah. stuff, just horsing around, hundred yeah. percent. And that was like, I think, like for me, that's been it as well. Like I've I've talked to some, I've talked to one of my college teammates, and you know, in talking with Nick, like you know, my favorite 
memories and like the things I cherish most are like those off the field bonding moments, like rituals, whatever they may be, right? Like Nick and I playing patty cake in the summer for some Absolutely. reason, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, pregame football, right? Like being in the locker room, listening to Rob Zombie, Pantera, yeah. right? Like oh, I can, all that I'm, shit. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're like me where you hear those songs today and you're like, oh, this, this is a lot, this is from our high school yeah, locker sure, room. We got a game in an game. hour, boys. Yeah. <laughs> right? like, like, suit up, like, wear uh, my cleats. You know, we just, uh, we just had a, uh, a spaghetti dinner for, our, oh. for my eighth grader. And I'm like, oh, this is this is oh, what we used to do in high school. This God, is great. Those are the you know? best. Yeah. The those spaghetti, are the I mean, best. you know, so those are the things. Yeah, obviously the on the field stuff and on the court stuff was awesome and fun. But, like, yeah. you know, you remember you, you remember a lot of the off the field stuff, you know, shaving our heads. In oh, football. yeah. Uh, just just all that stuff mm -hmm. that that uh just makes it so much so much fun absolutely yeah and you got so you got three kids now who are I do. balls deep in sports yeah yeah <laughs> yes yes we are i yes we are uh we are blessed with uh with with three healthy kids all of whom i'm extremely proud of i've got an eighth grader a sixth grader and a fourth grader so yeah two boys two boys older and then my my daughter is the youngest so yeah i think knee deep is is probably the the right word you know it's a it's a lot of work but but you know i can't think of anything else i'd rather be doing at this stage it's it's such a you know it's such a short window in the in the grand scheme when you're really raising them and can right. really influence them and spend time with them and so you sure. know try to keep that in mind and and be as involved as i can obviously there's you know certain days can be can be challenging uh as any you know as any parent can attest yeah. but um but you know it's fun it's fun we're 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 having a blast and and uh you know my wife is 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 awesome and uh obviously you know just just uh loves loves being in the moment as well as well mm -hmm. with the kids yeah so and it's something i wrestle with right because like i know you know, like you dwyer tony like you guys have all you're all kind of like further down the road with respect to how old your kids are and like their, their stages they're at athletically and and what they're involved in and like being kind of behind you in that scenario like seeing how much it is so early is just like it blows my mind right and obviously we didn't grow up with that no you know it no. was whatever it was season it was we played and that was yeah. it and you know you go do whatever do you like what's your take on all of that like do you think it's too much or it's it's actually beneficial and you see like their growth or i don't know yeah so i think you know i have I do have some opinions on on overall kind of youth sports. I think mm -hmm. I, I'm strongly against specializing early, mm -hmm. like just super strongly against all of that for yeah, you know, whole whole host of reasons, right? Um, you know, injuries socially, um, just I mean, you go down the list, right? There's yeah. there's, there's a lot of reasons, um, and so you know the with the, the Tiger Woods of the world are much more exceptions than the norm, right? For sure, 
for sure. Um, and so, but just in general with, with you sports, I think, I think sports are really just good for kids in general. Yeah. Right. And so, so, you know, a lot of, a lot of life, life lessons that, that they can learn, you know, learn how to fail, learn how to compete, learn how to be, be part of a team, learn how to work hard and practice and, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. so, you know, fundamentally, I, I, I think it's, I think it's good. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it obviously looked a little bit different, just, you know, the way youth sports were run back, back when we were growing up, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, fundamentally, I think, I think they're, they're a great, great outlet, you know, for kids to yeah. channel the, their energy. And, um, you know, there's always, there's always parents that like, push their kids too hard, but, um, for sure. you know, it, it is, it is, you know, it is, it is help, you know, trying to find that balance between, between pushing them and, uh, you know, everything else that, that you want them to be able to, to do. Right. Right. So, and I guess that's kind of like, do you ever feel like you're pushing them into it or do, do, are they like chomping at the bit? Like, dad, I want to play dad. I want to play. Yeah. So I, I I never want to like make them feel like they have to do anything. Um, you know, and, and frankly, when you get into competitive sports, um, if they don't, if they don't want to be there, they're not going to be able to do well. Right. Or they're not going to be successful in those, in those sports. Right. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I, th- I think it would be, it would be hard. I mean, there's, there's certain, you know, certain things I can, I can say or ask that, you know, just ensure that ensure that they're, still having fun and still enjoying it. But if it's not, if it's not fun for them and it, it becomes a chore, then, you know, it's, it's, look, it's a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of, you know, a lot of hassle yeah. to, to do all this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we're certainly happy to do it. Uh, but you know, if it's not, if it's not fun for them or it's not, and obviously it's, it's not going to be fun all the time. Um, sometimes you, you know, you have to work hard and you're going to probably, learn some tough lessons and you're going to get tired and there's going to be nights where, you know, going to practice isn't the the thing you want to do. But again, those are, that's kind of part of life, right? If you, you want to, you want to do something, then you've got to put in that time and, and, you know, be a, be a part of the team and yeah, all that. Yeah. I know. So like Jack is, you know, he's kind of like just getting into it. Right. And, you know, he's had these moments where I, you know, I feel like I'm, I kind of have to like nudge him. Mm-hmm. Right. And part of me like wrestles with this. Am I pushing him into it or just kind of helping him understand what it takes? Right. And that's kind of where I think I'm at. Right. Is like trying to help him understand, like, look, like if you want to be good at this, you have to work at it. son. right. Yeah. Like you're, you're not going to be. Justin Jefferson or Steph Curry or whomever, right? By waking up and showing up, like you've you've got to go play catch, whether that's with me or a friend. You have to practice dribbling. You have to, you know, like yeah, I'm not, you know, yeah. I, I don't like force him into the gym for an hour. I'm like just go work on yeah. it for 10, 15 minutes, then go play with your buddies. I don't care, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of those where, as a parent, you know, you think just having them work on it for ten or fifteen minutes is like hey that's great you work go work on it but like as a kid i think 
you know, sometimes they just want to go play with their buddies 100%. or play video games or, or do whatever. Um, and so it's that it's that balance of pushing them too hard right. to to make them think you're doing it because it's something you want to want to do versus something you know they want to do. And so that is a it's it's something that plays out. You'll I think see that it'll play out more over time when you start getting into you know more the travel sports and, yeah. and all of that, and you have tryouts and things like that, and yep. you know it becomes like somewhat like like school can where where kids are inherently I think competitive with each other, yeah, right, and so you know if if they don't make a team or don't make a team they want, then then maybe that'll be you know motivation to to work harder mm-hmm. um and, and but maybe you know for some kids they're fine being on a on a certain team or not right. making a team or doing a house league and like yeah. that's totally fine too right right 100 percent. well yeah and especially young right like it's yeah totally I, I don't you know i don't care what you're doing i just want you to do something to try and get better at stuff right yeah uh you want to like, like I said, I mean, I got him a guitar. You want to practice guitar? Go for it. You want to, right. you know, play catch? Let's do that. You want to, you know, dance? I don't care. Like, do whatever, man. Like, you got to do, you got to do things right. <laughs> to get better at them, right? Yeah, so, yeah. I was, uh, I was admittedly a little bit, a little bit disappointed that my daughter didn't do basketball this year, but she's, she's a fantastic dancer, loves dance and gymnastics and all that stuff. And you know what? She loves it. I'm, absolutely supportive of mm-hmm. of all of that uh, yeah. uh admittedly cannot cannot coach her one bit or help her at all uh <laughs> right it, yeah. like like negative like i can't i, I can't do anything right uh, like... but but she loves it and that's great and she knows <laughs> she knows what she likes and she's laser focused on on that and yeah. committed to that and so she kind of figured out figured that out early and you know she still does other kind of activities maybe not as as competitively but uh you know that's that's what she's passionate about it's what she likes to do and absolutely and so absolutely go you know go for it right i'm not i'm not offended that uh that you know you don't want to want to play basketball you should you you should do what you want to do right 100 percent. and like as parents right and the constant runaround uh, I think like dance is the worst one to be in. <laughs> uh, so I'll say this about dance: it is, uh, it, it is, it is very time-consuming. Yeah. And so uh, there's that aspect. <laughs> I mean, because they don't mess around, right? Like they're they've got their hip hop classes, they've got their competitive class, they've got their classical, they got their ballet, and they're different days, different times. You have to pay for each one. Then there's a recital, all the costumes. It's insane. Jeff, you know more than me about dance and <laughs> well, and I, <laughs> no. I will I will thank my sister for this. Right. Like yeah, I grew no, up I, with that in yeah. Arizona. And I mean we were it's crazy, right? I, Totally. I mean, you nailed it, right? It's all the different dances. It's small groups. It's yes. solos. Yes. It's, it's competitions. It's recitals. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's it's outfits for this. It's you know, all that stuff. And they but, know what uh, they're doing too. They they like they get their hooks in, and oh, they start yeah. like getting you. In, and they they because to them it's a business. 
right? Yeah. Like the studios, yeah, they know how to get you in. It's their business, so right? And so the more classes you're in, the more money they're making. And they, yeah, they don't, they're not shy about encouraging you to join as many as, as you can. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, she, she loves it and uh, yeah. it's fun seeing her, right. seeing her compete at, in, in that. So how do you guys break that up? Right. Cause like you and your wife are both professionals, right? So, and, and you've got, you know, I'm assuming it's different directions every night, right? Yeah, basically. Um, so she, I would say she, well, well so I coach, so I coach my eighth graders team. I coach yeah. Noah's team. I'm the, the coach of that team. And so I'm pretty much locked into that, like sure. committed to that for the, for the, for the season right now, his travel team. And mm-hmm. so I'm, if he has a practice, I'm there. And I would say, you know, for the vast majority of the dance stuff, Colleen, my wife will cover, yeah. um, just, it's more, you know, it's, it's, it's more, you know, her, her area sure. of expertise. She can help sure. her help her more uh, yeah. <laughs> with, with, with all of that. Uh, but you know, certainly uh, if, if she needs to get picked up or something, uh, yeah. you know, that I, I, I can handle that, but right. I can't, I can't help put her eyelashes on or oh, <laughs> that stuff at this, at this point. Uh, so you can brush the hair though right you can brush the hair uh so i'll 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 defer to my wife on that one (laughs) like i i can brush i brush my daughter's hair and i feel good about it but there are times when she's like can you braid it and i'm like ah yeah you know i'm like yelling upstairs i'm like jen she wants to braid today (laughs) like i'm out i don't know what to do yeah so i'll 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 admit that none of that is is my strong suit (laughs) It's, I just, um, I'm, you know, I try. It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> if 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 I need to, if I need to learn, if it's mission critical that I learn how to do that, I I will do it. Hey, YouTube, <laughs> right? They'll they'll yeah. teach you how to do anything. So, absolutely. There you go. And you have three kids, right? Like we talked about this. Like why three, right? Because I've asked I asked Brandon this, yeah. right? Um, and I think like in our group, it's kind of like split. Like we've got you know a couple with three and yeah. a couple with two and. You know, the people with three always want the people with two to have a third. <laughs> that's that's true. And I feel uh, like I feel like it's because you want us to join you in misery. I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I think. Um, what was know, what I, went into that? Did you always want three? Did you want more? Did I, you want less? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know that we actually like settled on a number before <sighs> we, you know, plan on having kids. I think, um, mm-hmm. you know, c- certainly more than one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um at least that that was kind of mutually desired and then it was yeah kind of see how it goes sure. and uh you know and uh you know we're we're uh, blessed with with three healthy kids yeah and yeah it's it, it's fun and so when you had you had no one james right we had the two boys they who, were 19 apart yeah that's that's the same thing we did and they're intense they're just intense Right, like they've got a ton of energy. Super intense, yeah. For a while, it felt like you were going to a, a hospital or a doctor every other week. <laughs> yeah, I think we, I think we did have a like an ER punch card for a while there. We had, uh, we had a lot of uh, stitches and staples, and uh, you know, some some knocked out teeth and all that fun stuff. So it was, it, it was a bit wild for a while, and then. Uh, and you thought, let's I throw guess, another one in here. We thought as long as we're, you know, as long as we're in the trenches, let's, let's just, uh, 
you know, see what happens. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, it, it worked out. Uh, you know, having obviously you you know you have a both a you know a son and a daughter, and so just just different just different dynamics, isn't it? Right, it's crazy. Just a, you know, our daughter just much more much more calming mm-hmm. kind of presence. Uh, you know, didn't doesn't stop our boys from from uh, giving her a hard time or sure. uh, you know mixing it up but uh you know certainly certainly appreciate the 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 differences there yeah after they're having the two boys i know for us right like jack is always like he needs he needs to like be playing with someone right and like that kind of like back and forth uh you know push pull type of situation and then you know jocelyn comes along and she's cool just sitting in the corner playing with her dolls or playing with yeah. the stuffed animals and it's like holy shit why couldn't that have been you know There's, the first thing right that we experienced <laughs> yeah it, it's it, i mean you it's so true jeff i mean you look <laughs> at you look at like the amount of things that got broken if the boys had friends over or right. something and it's like and it's like you know there's oh there's four girls they've been they've been playing up with dolls for like you know three hours i'm like what 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 yeah. is this they don't what need, is going on they don't need any assistance they don't they're not asking for things they're not running down somebody punch so and so they're just up there playing just having a good no, time just a just a, a marked difference yeah. there sure I, I'm sure. Always, I always go to jack i'm like jack see see how easy this is like it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. so easy <laughs> to just play yeah. nicely you don't have to turn everything into a wrestling match. <laughs> yeah, well, that's uh, that's absolutely true. But good luck yeah, telling no. that. Yeah, he doesn't. He, it's it's never going to get through there. I get it. I mean, it's it's just one of those massive differences uh, between boys and girls. I feel like, um, even though everybody can do whatever they want nowadays, um, it's just yeah, just how we are. I think, unfortunately, definitely. Yeah. Definitely just wired. I think just, just wired different. Yeah. But not having a fourth. <laughs> there are no plans for a fourth at this time, Jeff. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um, hey, like, so, you know, a couple of the other guests that have been on Chuck, Nick, right? Like myself, like we've, we've touched on and talked about, in the past, like some of the losses we've experienced. Right. And, you know, unfortunately, right. Like you have also experienced, you know, some significant loss in your life. Right. You know, I would say like at an early age, which is kind of tough. I shouldn't say kind of, it's just tough, right. It's tough all the way around. And, you know, and we've never really talked about it, which is stupid. It is. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We haven't, but that's true. Yeah. We have not, and you know, I, I'm guilty of, I'm guilty of just kind of like not wanting to burden others with, with it. Right. And so I, I unfortunately don't ask my friends about it as much as I should and everything, but you know, I mean, fuck, you know, as we, you know, ugh, it's just, it's just hard. Right. But you lost your dad and your brother at a young age. Right. And you know, a few years apart, right? Like you were what, twenty six? Yeah, you so away? so 
that's right, Jeff. I was in my, yeah, I was I think 26 when I lost my brother and he was 23, uh, lost him unexpectedly. And then I think it was less than three years later. So two and a half years later, so a little between two and a half, three years later, uh, lost my dad to cancer. Okay. So yeah, I was in my mid twenties and late twenties, uh, when I lost my, my brother and my dad, uh, you know, certainly things that impact you in, in so many ways. Right. Yeah. And I mean, so through. like, that's kind of like my first question is right. Like how did that impact your life other than obviously just it's tragic and, you know, incredibly sorrow, sorrowful, but you know, mm -hmm. did you, did it like change your perspective on things, make you like act, act yeah. differently? I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, so I'll, maybe I'll talk about kind of how I, you know, how I dealt with it yeah, and then 100%. some of the things, and then some of the things maybe that I, you know, learn, learn from it. Sure. Uh, uh, you know, first of all, it, just, just comparing, kind of comparing the two, I, I hate to use the word, you know, comparing, yeah. but, but very sort of different, very sort of different uh, experiences dealing with the loss of my brother versus mm -hmm. the loss of my dad. For sure. Um, you know, as I mentioned, the loss of my brother was very unexpected. Um, you know, that was, was something that was, that, that happened. Right. Yeah. And, and I think uh, like as adult, like as kids, we never expect to, like you expect your parents to pass away at some point. Right. At some point. Yep. Right. Like, yeah. You don't you, exactly. And as parents, yep. like you don't expect to ever have to bury your ch children. Right. Like, for, for sure. So yeah, and I think it was really, really as hard as it was on me. I'm sure it was five times harder on my parents sure. to, you know, to, 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 to bury their son. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, I, you know, I had to, you know, really, really gut through it um, early mm -hmm. on, you know, not, not really sure how to process all the emotions. Mm -hmm. I really, you know, really relied on, my core you know, core values yeah faith, um strong strong faith um you know my built built my built on my relationship with god mm -hmm. uh, I certainly had uh, a lot of a lot of um you know a, a lot to do with you know how i how i processed that and how i dealt with that obviously you know family i at, at the time was just just my mom and dad then uh, right. Yeah. And so, you know, the three of us were, had to sort of grieve together sure. and, and, um, you know, kind of figure out how to navigate life going forward without, you know, with, with, uh, you know, without my brother and, and, yeah. and their son. Um, you know, for, for me, I know one thing that's always been an outlet for me was just kind of exercise and, and overall health. Yeah. Um, like for me, just playing basketball or going for a run or things mm -hmm. like that would help me, you know, kind of maintain, you know, the right kind of balance and, and sure. state of mind and all, all of that. Um, and, and so, you know, we, we, we dealt with it as a family, obviously early on, it was, it was really tough. I think the first Christmas we went to, we, we did something like completely different than we would normally right. do. Yeah. Right. So we, I think we went to um, like Jackson hole sure. in Wyoming and, 
you know, did some skiing and, you know, stayed in the, you know, lodge out there with, mm-hmm. uh, with my mom's sister and, yeah. and her family and her family and my, my cousin. Yeah. Uh, and so just, just something, you know, something different, Yep. Uh, but, uh, you know, kind of grieved, grieved together over time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I think. Yeah, it was obviously to this day is still you know really hard on my mom, especially around you know holidays and yeah. and things things like that or, or birthdays or uh, you know all that kind of stuff where you know where you think about um, you know I mean just just all the things you all the things you think about right that that yeah. you'd be missing right I mean That's I, one of the hardest parts about like loss right is there's so many as you all as you as you said and we did the same thing like when my dad passed away we first christmas i think we went to disney world right it, it's sure. it's it, there's just this huge um avoidance um of all the the land you know i, I call them landmines right because you step on them unexpectedly right when you're going through things like that and they hit you like a ton of bricks uh, out of nowhere you turn a corner and you just remember Oh God, I remember seeing my dad over there. Right. Or, you know, dad would always do this around Christmas or, or whatever. Right. And so yeah. it's, you, you, it's, it's totally natural to do those things because it's so hard to overcome them in those early stages. At least I know for me personally it was, and I, you know, I'm imagining it was probably very similar, right. Where it's anytime you go home, you know, it, it you know, that's where you There's grew always, up, you know, and yeah, no, for sure. I mean, there's always, there's always reminders. There's, there's certain songs. If I hear them and they come on, like, yeah, I'm going to have a hard time. Right. I'm just going to, yeah. I'm, I'm going to need a moment to totally. just kind of collect everything. And, uh, you know, that's, I think all of that is part of the healthy kind of grieving process, right? Nobody yeah. wants to just stuff it away and forget about it for the next 50 years. Right. Oh. It's important to, and I have those triggers and those memories and those things that, that, you know, and, and there's also things that just kind of cause you to smile and think, gosh, you know, sure. it's, it's, this is something I know my brother would appreciate or, yeah. uh, you know, all, all, all of that, all of that kind of stuff. But um, yeah. And, and just to sort of contrast that with, you know, with my dad, he had some, he had some fairly significant health problems Mm-hmm. Um, in probably in his early fifties and then, um, you know, in his late fifties, I think he ended up passing probably like a month or two before his 60th birthday. Yeah. And, uh, but, but that was a, 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 you know, completely different case where I think Charlie said it too. I think you, you kind of been preparing for that for, for a little while, mm-hmm. right. He was a yep. heavy smoker. Um, I didn't take the cat, you know, best care of himself if I'm, if I'm being, completely honest. Right. Um, you know, had a lot of stress. I, I don't, you know, certainly the loss of a son probably didn't help sure. any of that. No. Um, all of that I know is, you know, can be, can be interrelated. Um, and so, uh, but, but, you know, I think we, when he was diagnosed with cancer, the, the prognosis wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Right. And so uh, you, you can, you can sort of grieve you start. for a period you, you start the grieving process, sure. right? And I was that was fortunate, fortunate or unfortunate, depending on how you look at it. But but I felt like, you know, I, I had a little more closure with my yeah. dad. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, I was I was 
sitting by his side in the hospital bed when he when he took his last breath mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff and you know as 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 hard as that stuff is um you know that's that's not something that i'll ever have like with my brother right right, right. Um, and so for as as kind of crazy it is to say that it it felt sort of good to have closure with my dad even though it would be super fun to have well, both of them around today right right to to you know live life with mm-hmm. um i know that that that's not a reality that that's yeah. going to happen right um, but but certainly felt like felt like i had more more closure with my dad than sure. with with my brother um, yeah I, yeah and i mean that's i mean obviously anytime you go like you know, I think Charlie and I talked about this once um, when his dad was in hospice. Um, just the, the, cause we did, you know, we haven't experienced the sudden loss, right? Uh, we had the long, slow burn, right? And we were like, man, this just seems, it's awful, right? It, 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 would it be better to have it be unexpected? And I mean, I think like you're, you're kind of answering the question for me, right? In that, how hard that is and, and what you gain, even though it's painful sitting there, seeing mm-hmm. them suffer in that time, whatever that is. Um, but as the survivors, you know, you do get that moment, those moments with them to, to thank them, to tell them you love them and let them know you're going to be okay. And, and all of those things that that you do when you're at that bedside that you just don't get that chance when it's you know a, an unexpected incident you know yeah no I absolutely like, i think you know hearing you say that i feel like a fucking idiot even thinking like that right like at one point but well no i don't i don't think i, I wouldn't i wouldn't think of it like that jeff i mean you don't look when you're experiencing those emotions it, it's hard to it, it's hard to really process everything sure. yeah. rationally right yeah. and, and and there's yes. no like there's no good way to compare you no. know ways to lose people right and I, I even you know question how I you know how to even compare the two right I'm just you know I think you know just going back to one of your podcasts I think well, it, when you were talking to your brother, right? Like, mm-hmm. great podcast. Your brother sounds like an awesome dude. He's perpetually five years old to me, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad he's finally. Yes, he he's just fine. had a baby today. Oh, today! Well, congratulations, yeah. Justin. Yeah. If you, if you twelve hours ago, awesome. what, what did he? Did he have a boy or girl? A little girl. Oh, good for him. Well, congratulations, yeah. Justin. Yeah. Uh, wish you the best but uh you know just hearing you know hearing you and your brother talk i mean that's like you know kind of what's going through my head is man this is this is awesome he's got a brother to talk about you know family stuff and and having kids and Mm -hmm. and he can ask you for advice but but you know not just you know not just that kind of stuff either it's you're texting about the vikings game or you're giving a beer on thanksgiving or you're um you know, you're talking about gambling or, you know, whatever, just kind of trivial stuff that yep. that's, that's fun. And, you know, I felt like toward the end, obviously growing up, like as brothers two and a half years apart, you're super competitive with each other, right? Like you're not really like For friends, sure. 
right? right? Um, but then when you, you know, you graduate high school, your kind of lives, your lives go the direction they go and, you know, you're in college and things like that. And you start to like, you know, come back to, you know, Hey, you've got a, like a, you got a brother here. Yeah. You guys have a, we have a, a ton in common and, you know, just had just sort of started to develop. I mean, you know, the, he yep. was the best man at my wedding and just started to kind of develop that yeah. adult type relationship where, um, <clears throat> you know, so, so, you know, those are the kind of the hardest things to think about from, from my perspective is sure. yeah, like having that, the, the the void of having that kind of brotherly relationship as as an adult because really we were just in the infancy of right. that that sort of adult type relationship and right. it's crazy right because like, there are those stages to it unfortunately right and lord knows like that's how it was for my brother and i and you know we didn't become friends you know like we were always brothers yeah. right um, we're brothers yeah you're always brothers but we didn't become like friends until like he had gotten to a stage where we could have those conversations that didn't seem so, uh, you know, cause he was so much younger than me. I, I felt like I was being a dad to him at times, right? Like coaching yeah. him on things and like giving him yeah. advice and like, I don't have to do that anymore. Like he's a grown ass man. He can do whatever he wants. You know, we just call and we shoot the shit with each other. We talk, you know, whatever. And so, yeah, like there's, there's those stages and you know, like my brother like missed out on that with my dad. Right. And because yeah. he had just gotten to that point where he was going to get to experience some of those conversations with my father that I had gotten 10 years of, uh, you know, where he didn't have to work. You know, he wasn't giving me advice anymore. Right. Um, right. He had become, you know, just a funny guy, like with a really dry sense of humor that I got to know better. Um, not enough. Definitely. Not enough for my liking, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. And I took that for granted because. You expect them to be around for, you know, until they're 85, 90 years old. Um, but, yeah, and so I, I, I feel you, man. Like, I, that's that's the that, – those are the good things. That's the good stuff, right? Like, obviously yep. my sister yeah, and I, no like, doubt. you know, very similar age difference, you and your brother. Like, when we were growing up, like, we were – Right, you know, yeah, that's – Button heads sibling, all the time. Sibling stuff. But but I'm going to guess, Jeff, that – and if it's like me, it probably – it probably brought you the loss of your dad probably brought you closer to your mom. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, in a sense, um, just because of the experience, right? Like we, I was always a mama's boy. Yeah. I'm being honest. Right. Uh, you know, my dad was the authoritarian figure, right? So you always run to mom like, Hey, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, can I have yeah. shoes or I need five bucks yeah. to go to a movie. Didn't want to ask dad. Um, but no, like you, yeah, you, you have more robust conversations as opposed to, Hey mom, make me some, can I have some nachos? Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, you start to get more in depth and you know, like we went, we went to therapy together, like after my dad passed away, right? Like she, she wanted to do that with all the kids and like, you know, just yeah. understanding cause you don't know. I didn't understand their relationship, right? Like what yeah. child yeah. does. Right. right. It's part of like oh, me wanting to do this for my kids and the odd event that something terrible happens that they can hear from me, you know, about my wife and, you know, she's been on and I'm going to have her on more, 
you know, and they can hear our stories, right? And like understand like what our relationship meant to us and stuff like that, right? I didn't know those things. It's just, it's just mom and dad. Yeah. That's what that's your perception yeah. as a child. Right. Right. It's hard to, it's hard for kids to like understand those kind of, you know, more abstract concepts. Right. Like that you got, you guys are, you guys like each other? You love yeah. each other? What the hell? I thought you were just these two people who were raising us. Yeah. So, yeah, we definitely got closer. I'm so I'm assuming that you 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 did as well with your mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think I think for sure. Um, and just you know the her, you know the way she lives her life basically you know revolves around being able to spend time with you know my family. Sure. Uh, and, and my kids, which is, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, she, she's, she's, she's great with them and she helps out a ton and they always love going to, you know, visit grandma's house in the summer and, yeah. you know, doing all that fun stuff on the lake and, and all of Hell that. Yeah. So, um, so, so yeah, I mean, you know, I would say probably, probably brought us closer. Um, For sure. and certainly, certainly, kind of you know as you as you look back i think you you had asked earlier like what did i you know what did i learn you know learn from it um you know i, I would say i learned a lot about myself and just resiliency mm-hmm. uh, you know how i how i you know deal with things and just for for me the importance of 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 my faith and, and my yeah. family um you know and as i i guess as i as I think about it, you know, you, you always put in perspective that a lot of times things happen that are just out of your control. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, it's, it's how you, it's how you react to those things that, that ultimately is going to define you and, and sure. help you move forward. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, so that, you know, all of those are kind of main, main takeaways that, that as I look back and look at kind of what, what I've learned, you know, also, I think if you just think of, think back about like timing, it, it really like both of those really sort of changed the, the trajectory of, of my life and the timing of, of things. I ended mm-hmm. up after my brother died, I ended up going back to, to grad school full-time for my MBA, uh, went to Notre Dame. Um, okay. and so, you know, probably I don't know, with a hundred percent certainty that I would have done that, uh, had, had circumstances been different. Uh, certainly, it's certainly something like that sure. had me thinking about making maybe a, like a bigger change or doing something yeah. more out of my comfort zone. Yep. Um, it, from that standpoint. So, uh, you know, and then, and then obviously the loss of my dad, I think, I think just when you think about, I think you had mentioned even on one of your podcasts, how, when your dad, I don't remember if it was when he got sick or what, but it, it, it changed the timing or it got you thinking more about the timing of when you're going to have yeah. kids. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, like Noah was born basically nine, nine and a half months after my dad died. Right. Wow. Um, and so, you know, all of those things like yeah, going back to school, the timing of when like can, can really impact the trajectory of, of your life and, and, all of that. I mean, so it's, I'm nat- not- it's natural, right? To like put those things into perspective when they occur, um, that just make you think like, all right, that, you know, I gotta go, I gotta go do this. I gotta, you know, cause 
tomorrow is not guaranteed to any of us, right? Like no matter <laughs> what the circumstances may be, right? And you said, you know, you were talking about like kind of like your resiliency and whatnot, and right? And like how you react to things. And, you know, one of my friends, uh, you know, ta- talked to me a while ago just about like it's a choice whether or not you want to be a victim or whether you want to like master your domain, right? And there's no right way to go through anything, um, right? You know, and I, Lord knows I'm guilty of it, right? Like when, when my dad passed away, I, I went self destruction mode. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I started drinking harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stopped working out and eventually got sick. Right. And yeah. like succumbed to yeah. it all and then realized, shit, <laughs> you know, this isn't good. I need to like yeah. clean, clean myself up here and like get back on track. And, you know, I, not that I fixed myself, like there was doctors that helped and all this other stuff, but like realizing like you control a lot of like, I do think, you know, as, as much as like of a science person I am, I do think like your brain and its ability to like get through things on its own impacts so much, right? And like how you process stuff, like saying, I'm going to use this as a stepping stone instead of, a stone that's going to sink me to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, no, I think you're exactly right, Jeff. I think, um, you know, the, 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 the human body is really an amazing, uh, you know, amazing machine, right. In terms of how it, how it reacts to various stressors. You know, situations yeah. and stressors and, and all of that. And so, you know, I think I, I mentioned earlier, one of the things that's just been, been constant for me is, like working out an exercise yeah. and it's, and I don't necessarily do it to try to try to look good, but I, I do it to feel good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, all, all the other, you know, anything else is just sort of, you know, gravy, but I just, it, it, it helps me like For sure. really stress and, you know, kind of get the right state of mind and mentally focus and I can sleep better. And like, it's all, it's mm-hmm. all, related right? oh and as you get older right like just preventing injury and like all like just it's the right path to take and you know falling away from it is so frustrating because i'm and i'm i'm guilty of it like i go i go hard and then i'll like take a step back and then i go hard and then i take a step back and you know like i i'm like i need a break right and yep i need to find them i know personally i need to find like a bit more of a consistent routine um probably like the most yeah. fun I ever had, like working out, like I was doing CrossFit and playing basketball with you at lifetime. Right. Like yeah. I remember like, when you, used, like a you used to show up in the mornings at the five thirty AM, five thirty AM hoops, man. Uh, that was fun. It was. And like, that was like probably the best I like felt. Right. Um, yeah. and subsequently, right. Like as we're talking about, like when I stopped was when, you know, my dad got sick yeah. and I, you know, I was like, fuck it. Like yeah. I'm out. Um, you know, I'm, yeah, I just, no, it, it, and it's stupid, yeah. right? Like, it's yeah. Fun. So, and that's where, but it's understandable. I, I think you, you'd never been, you'd never had a stressor like right. that, an no. external stressor. Right. No. And so you were doing what you felt was the most natural response at the time. Yeah. Right. Which, you know, may, you know, probably wasn't the most healthy response, but that at the time, that's what you, perceived you needed right was mm-hmm. that kind of just shut down for for, for a bit and yeah. kind of figure out how to how to deal with it 
and that and like looking back right and having gone through you know the things I went through and like what seeing what my dad went through like the things I've learned is like how intentional I'm going to be moving forward anytime one of my friends is in one of these spots right um Charlie right you know anybody else like experiences a loss right like just checking in on them how are you doing you know right are you are you taking care of yourself can I help like can I do anything for you? Do you need, to, you want to go out, like just go have a drink, like talk, whatever. Right. Because even though we're all, uh, you know, like, I feel like we all kind of like want to wear our own shit. Yeah. Ourselves. Yeah. There's a, a natural tendency to try to be. Yeah. yeah. Like you're just trying to be a man. Right. Put um, on a certain front. Yeah. To put on a certain 100%. front. But, uh, you know, we, we really should just kind of forget about all that stuff right and just yeah just again just be intentional and just hey you okay can i right. do anything for you you know um taking care of yourself whatever that may be and just those constant reminders you know not like every day or every hour or anything but just checking in on them every week or two or three you know how things and be there for them because lord knows we've all been guilty of Oh man, that's I'm so sorry for your loss. And then it, nothing's brought up again. Hardly ever. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? No, I that's true. I mean, it's 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 crazy that this is really the first time that, you know, I mean, how long have our our dad's been gone, right? It's it's been years and years and yes. we've never really Mm-mm. just sat down and talked about it. No. Over a beer or something. Right. I mean, it's just it's 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 just kind of, it's, it's crazy how, it is. how, how we are sometimes it's sad. Right. And it's unfortunate and, you know, looking to change that, right. Like that's, yeah. that's kind of what I'm trying to do is change that yeah. scenario because unfortunately too many of us are in this boat. Right. And I think we're all in a good spot for the most part, but again, you know, you talked about earlier how, you know, it, or, or, and I mentioned it, like how you kind of tried to avoid things, but now it's, I want to, I want to talk about it more because like when I talk to you guys about my dad, like there's so, we have so many stories, right. About him coaching basketball. Oh, and love the stories of your dad coaching basketball. Yeah. I mean, I still, I still use some of the same <laughs> lingo that your dad used. I mean, just, you know, and it, this is like, you know, coaching whatever right like they're they're fun. so many sayings that i'm like oh that that got that one from rod <laughs> breaking the clipboard you know uh oh. breaking the breaking the bleachers and having a piece sticking out of a shoe you know <laughs> yes. because he's so mad at us for not listening oh. to him i mean it's, oh. there's a hundred all, of them right? all of that well, well how about this one jeff you got i think this was our sophomore year and uh so we come, we just, we play an absolutely terrible first half and we go into the locker room and your dad says, you guys are getting beat by three freshmen and two guys who couldn't, couldn't make our team. See ya. Yeah. Walks <laughs> out. Well, just walked out, just straight faced it, walked out. We're like, we kind of look at each other like, Oh, he's, he's, he's serious. He's, he's gone. Like he's not coming back. Like he's, He's going to like, he's he's waiting for us out there. He's not coming back in here. We gotta figure this out. Yeah, he just yeah. Le- and like like Frana uh, or like whoever the assistant was. I think it was Frana was just standing there like, uh, I guess I gotta go with him. Uh, <laughs> like what's going on? He here? just left, and we were like, oh shit! Like yeah. Yeah. Took us, it was like a solid two minutes before we all realized, 
Okay. Right. All right. He's not coming but, back, guys. <laughs> right. But I mean, the I mean, the the genius of it was it it forced us to kind of figure it out on our own. For sure. Right. I mean, like he could tell us that we're not playing deep. Like we we already knew all that, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're playing terrible. We're not yeah. like playing. We weren't whatever. All the stuff. But yep. like sometimes it's like, hey, you guys just got to figure it out. You know, you just got to like like a lot of that's not like. It's not X's and O's stuff. It's like you just gotta want it. Correct. Right. Correct. Um, and that's you know, half of half of being a coach is figuring out how to motivate people. Yeah. Well, and that was his thing. <laughs> that was yeah. like because he'd talk to me about it, right? I didn't play much, like as much as I maybe would have wanted to or whatever, you know. And so like he would talk to me and he's like, God, you guys are so goddamn talented, but you you just like forget yeah. what you're doing for you know, half of a basketball game at times. He's like, it drives me bonkers. <laughs> and that's exactly what that was, right? Is he walked in and he realized, all right, these guys are, you know, they're, you know, one of the best football teams in the state. They're just a bunch of stud athletes. I can't talk to them about basketball. I got to go in there and insult yep. the shit out of them as politely as possible. <laughs> Get them fired up. Yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. motivated, you know, and it worked. Yeah. He, yeah. he motivated well, the hell out of us, right? And that's I remember, it. yeah, to this day, I had, you know, being a being a guard who liked to drive, um, it he would always say, you know, Boro, where is every coach in America telling their kids to put their hands, you know, up in the air, right? Yeah. Then throw a bounce pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got it, coach. Makes sense, right? You got it. My bad. <laughs> yeah, like it. You know, one would get tipped or something. I I had mm-hmm. to hear that one at least at least twice a season. Oh um, God! So, like how much but, he uh, get on Brandon about rebounding? God, yeah. just like box a guy out. Like yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, one broke a tackle on you all year in football. You can't box that. <laughs> 130 pound you know forward out like put a body on him that's your thing oh yeah that's classic. You know, just running just running up the corridor like you know just hearing a dang it you know coming from the sideline <laughs> oh, darn we gotta like yeah yeah we, we could probably do this better yep. we're like run it run it <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah so it's just you know i want to talk more about uh like about this right like in uh, with it you know with everybody because we all have stories from whether we're children hanging out at houses and like the parents come in and you know yell at us or do something or you know buy us pizza or whatever right so yeah yeah for sure that's kind of my thought process man because i want to get past the avoiding those things to talking about them more because they're good memories right like and for sure we shouldn't avoid this stuff no, absolutely not. I think, uh, you know, we have obviously all everyone, everyone goes through things in life. And, uh, you know, I think it's, it's really important to, to talk about this stuff and, and just be open yeah. with it to the extent, to the extent that you can. hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, Matt, uh, you got anything else you want to pop off on about tonight? Or, or this has been fun, Jeff. Right. Absolutely, um, it has, dude. This has been great. Um, well, thank you. Uh, honestly, like in the bottom of my heart, man, thanks for taking the time. It means the world that you know you came on, you talked about you know all the stuff we talked about tonight because we just we haven't done that enough, and so I appreciate that. Um, and can't thank you enough, yeah. And to uh, 
everybody else listening, man, uh, yeah, like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Matt, love you, brother. Take care of yourself. And until next time, be good, everybody. Peace.